Okay. Hi. This is Jen Hill. And this is uh, episode 14 of Don't Get Offended, guys. Let me just do a quick clap. <laughs> I know that I kind of started abruptly here because I've been trying to figure out this. I don't know. You don't record for fucking 10 days and all of a sudden the imaginary systems inside your computers decide to do different things and then you have to figure shit out. So that's what was going on. Also, a friend of mine said that it's too quiet. So now I was trying to figure out how to turn all the volumes up here so that I'm loud as fuck for you people out there. So hopefully this is working. Also, me, my headphones are like, for like five minutes, so I had to figure that out. So hopefully this works out for you. I have the volume on max. If this is too loud, well, that's me, okay? So I'm sorry for you. So we're here. It is uh, October 23rd. Oh my God, we're a week away from the end of the fucking month. I've done nothing. Oh my God. And uh, it's 9.30 in the morning and I woke up at the ass crack for no reason because I wake up early sometimes and other times I don't. But yesterday I was like, got up early and was not feeling good, still managed to work out and then slept all day like I was 15 years old and in the throes of a deep depression all over again. That's what my life was like yesterday. I wasn't really sad. I was just asleep. My mother used to say, if you're sleeping, you're depressed. Well, then call me depressed and paint me pink, honey, because I am sleeping. No. Is it paint me pink and call me depressed? Whatever. You know the line. You know the cliched phrases that people say about things that don't really make sense. So I want to be one of those people. Um, today I put a, well, not today, yesterday I put a, um, uh, what did I do? I put a poll on my Instagram and asked people if size matters because I thought, well, let's just talk about dick size. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Good morning. Let's just talk. <laughs> and I, it was intentional. It was intended, intentional. It was intended to be for the women to answer the question because, or, you know, mostly it was intended for women only to answer the question. Women in heterosexual relationships to answer the question whether size matters. It's a long, it's a question that has been asked for centuries. (laughs) It's a debatable topic. And I guess unless you're on the, uh, you know, the margins of the size chart, unless you're on either end of it overall, like if you're too big or too small, it overall doesn't matter, clearly, because 70% of the people, 78% of people, women, and a couple guys were in there, and I know they're straight guys too, but I guess they wanted their opinions in there, said that, no, it doesn't always matter. And I'm like, the fuck, the fuck do you know if it matters? We're the ones that have to endure. Endure. We're the ones that have to deal. Or have to decide. What am I saying? Yeah. Let me just look back at the 
percentage, yeah. 74, 26. 26 people said, yeah, basically. I wrote no doubt, no doubt it matters. And 26% of the people said that they agree with that, that size absolutely matters. And I'm going to be one of those people that says, um, no, not always. And I, and, and I think that that's important because or it's like, it's important to note for the men out there who are insecure about being average, slightly above average, slightly below average, that, that a lot of us, well, from judging from the, <laughs> from the poll, from the women that answered, and then a few men that threw the fucking numbers off, um, that it's no big deal, honey. Just, you know, know what you're doing, I guess. Learn how to use it, whether you're too big or too small or that that says what is too small and what is too big right if I were to, if I would I'm gonna pretend like I'm talking to a group of my girlfriends and a group of my girlfriends let's say there's about eight of us pretending sitting at a bar talking about dick size and I'm gonna tell you there's gonna be like two or three girls who are gonna be like I like it fucking nine inches I want a fucking fat dick okay <laughs> there's gonna be girls that think that and good for them you know I'm, I'm I don't I don't thank you you know, you, you're raised to believe, raised from a young child. You're raised to believe that you want a big dick. Your mother's like, make sure his dick is big, honey. <laughs> you're not raised to believe that. But it a part of you, I guess, feels like you should want that, you know? And guys feel like they should have, like, walk, be walking around with these fucking pipes in their pants, which is, you know, sweetie said it best. She wants an eight-inch pipe, you know? But... If you don't know who Sweetie is, she's a hip-hop artist. She raps, and that's, like, her famous song. If you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Go fucking, I don't know. Come out from under a rock. Google the song. Sorry, I'm drinking coffee per usual. Per usual. Side note, out of this dick convo. I'm going to I'm gonna exit out of the dick convo. I'm going to come back to it because i um, talking to myself here, basically, in a microphone about dicks at nine in the morning. So, you know, I just got to come back to it in a second. Let me get a couple more sips of my coffee. But you know how you say per use, you know, I'm, I'm drinking coffee per use, you know, I'm going to the gym per use, I'm fucking twiddling my ass per use. Twiddling your, I don't know what that means, but if you twiddle your ass per use, you use that, that phrase. And I always was like, how the fuck? Do you spell per Digame. Tell me. Write it down. How, how would you spell per Spell the word je. You can't. Or you can if you speak more than just fucking English. Because one of my fellow travel nurses, Emmy, I only know her through Instagram. But that's how you make friends. That's how I make all my friends in my adulthood now through Instagram. And she posted probably last year at some point. I don't remember. But she said per use and she spelled it Y-U-U-J. There you go. You're fucking welcome. Okay, you're welcome. For sharing that information with you. If you're ever wondering how to spell it. There you go. I mean, it's something I struggled with for a very long time. And now, you know, praise God. And the powers that be, and thanks be to Jesus, I know I have an answer now. And you do too. Amen. Hallelujah. And back to um, what I was saying. I'm looking at the blue. Um, 
whatever you would call these lines on the recording device that go up and down when you talk. So they're louder when they're wider when you're loud and they're thinner when you're quiet. I'm making sure they're wide so that my friend Cassandra can hear this in her car because evidently I'm too soft-spoken. Oh, the audio is too soft. I know I'm not too soft-spoken. That's for damn sure. Never been told that a day in my life. So it must be the audio or it's her. She refuses to acknowledge it might be her. It's got to be me in my recording. So as I was saying... I think for most women, six, six and a half, seven, seven's pushing it in my world. Eight is really pushing it. And anything beyond that is like, you're just going to have to give yourself your own hand job. And if you think you're getting a blow job, how does it feel to want? <laughs> how does it feel to think that that's going to happen for you? I have TMJ, motherfucker, okay? It ain't happening. It ain't. But some women are, are about that. You know, that they, they take pride in being able to handle all that. And that's fucking fabulous. But I would like sex not to hurt, you know, for the most part. I don't, and that's another thing with guys. Like, do you think that that's great that it hurts? Do you think you're doing something? If it hurts us, because it hurt, pain is like, I don't want it to hurt. Thank you. I mean, a little bit is fine. You know, getting, you know, you know what I'm saying. You guys... You listening, you know what I'm saying. A little bit's all right. Pain is pleasure sometimes. You know, I'm with it. But uh, eventually, I'd like it to be like all, you know, not pain. <laughs> oh, shit. Happy Wednesday morning, guys. What size is your dick? Call in. <laughs> Call me now. My phone number is seven. I'm just kidding. I gave you my damn phone number. Um, so that was, I decided that I would just see how people felt about that. And for the most part, guys, you're safe and sound. If you're average, even on the other side, if you're anywhere in the middle, you're safe and sound. <sighs> Sorry about this microphone. I don't know if I think, I mean, my headphone, I think I need a new one. I'm trying not to move. It's like you're listening Don't Get Offended with sponsors from feedback on the Tascom. The sponsor is my microphone feedback and uh, random pop-ups on my laptop. Thank you guys for all your support. I appreciate it. Excuse me. Pardon me. So, so, this is fucking so, guys. I talked to a patient of mine. She was a copd Also wanted me to know that she voted for Trump and she loved Trump and I could have my own opinion, but she loved Trump. And I was like, oh, fucking okay I didn't even say I'm just here to give you a prednisone lady okay she went on and on about how people who use words like like and so and curse words and um they're because they're not intelligent and that they don't know many words and I was like that's funny coming from a Trump supporter you know what I'm saying <laughs> I was like Jen you're here to help her heal. You are not here to argue with her. But then I was like, she's right about that, though. She might be right about that. I say so a lot. I say I'm a lot. And it's not because I am not intelligent, because I'm intelligent enough to know some words. Maybe I think maybe I know 5,000 words. I might even know 10,000 words. But it's social media. It's anxiety, 
And it's the inability to pay attention to one thing for longer than five seconds that's destroyed my vocabulary, my ability to socialize and have productive conversations with people. Thank you for listening. That's what I'm going to blame it on because um, while I've been reading a lot more lately, reading books helps with your vocabulary because there's words in them. And then those words put together create sentences and thoughts and phrases that you can chew on and swallow. (laughs) No pun intended. And then you can regurgitate them into new ideas, new meanings, new thoughts with new words. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Offended with Jeff. <laughs> okay, I was I was com- I was talking to my friend Jenna yesterday, and we always somehow get into these deep conversations for no reason, but we we're talking about compromise and apologies, and this is the truth about compromising and apologizing. I do both of them way too much, and that and that's what we're going to talk about for a second. As women in general, we apologize too much. And when we don't fucking apologize, what kind of lady are you? You know what I'm saying? Are you raised to not realize that everything you say and do is wrong? Why are you not apologizing right now? Okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry. But I say sorry a lot. I also, although I'm aggressive, have opinions on things and I will stand up for friends and family or things that I believe are wrong when it comes to myself I have a fucking problem okay I have a problem with asking for what I want setting boundaries and not apologizing for shit that I didn't do oh and on the other side of that is taking too much of a blame for something that's not a hundred percent my fault like taking responsibility versus it's taking responsibility for your actions versus versus taking all of the responsibility for everything that happened in the interaction and that's and that's a word right there for you because that's what I've done I am if I were to describe it with words that you use to describe things. I would say I'm outwardly um, confident. Although, you know, I'm more confident as I get old. I'm not saying I'm not confident. I'm way more confident than I was 10 years ago, five years ago, way more aware of who I am and more, I have a firmer footing in my beliefs in things, etc. But the way I present myself or try to present myself can be aggressive and forward and blunt. But energetically, when it comes to things that matter or when it comes to like compromising, not things that matter, erase that, but when it comes to compromising for a situation or or agreeing to something, it's like my energetically I'm like timid. I don't want to say timid, but I back down. So I might be saying one thing, coming out, feeling one way, I think in my head, but in my heart and like energy, I'm backing off. So I'm giving more power to the other person or the situation energetically than I believe I am, you know, physically and verbally, if that makes sense to anybody out there. Can anybody agree with that? Understand what I'm saying? Because I find myself as in this past year... 
I don't find my, what am I trying to say? Write this shit down, Jen. This past year, since that Alaska trip, so this past couple months, really, but leading up, leading up to that trip and after that trip, I, I just felt a lot of differences in myself. Like how the way I think and feel and the energy I put out there affects me and other people around me. And it affects the way I exist and how happy I am and what I allow in my life and what I blah, et cetera. Cause you know, once you realize one thing, it just tumbles over into other shit in your life. And you start to see that maybe I've bent over for other people or situations in my life, not bent over. Maybe I bent over and took, took it from other people. No, maybe I bent my needs and wants or backed away from my own needs and wants for other people's, which is this Chelsea Handler wrote in her book. Like I realized I was doing things like a good friend would do, but only because I thought that's what a good friend would do. Not because I was feeling like a good friend. She says something like that in her book. And I was like, yeah, I can relate to that. Cause although I feel as though I give more of myself and I compromise more of my own needs for other people. And that's a word for all of us. We all do it. We all do it. We all compromise sometimes more than we need to. And we apologize definitely more than we fucking need to. And there's the line. Where's the line? Like Sex in the City. I'm going to quote Sex in the City again. There's a famous episode, like the whole series is famous, but there's one particular episode where she says, when does compromising for your relationship turn into compromising yourself? And that could be said for everything, not just relationships, but intimate relationships. You're really going to see who you are. And the things that you need and want and the things that you're willing to compromise, you're really going to see that when you're intimate with someone and you're like spending your life with someone or whatever portion of your life with someone, even if you don't spend your whole life, you grow and change and you see yourself through them and they see, you know, and they see you. If it's a situation where even if it's not a mutually respectful situation, relationship where they want you to grow and you want them to grow and you learn about each other. Even if it's an abusive one or if it's just like neglectful one, you're still learning about who you are and the things you want and need. And that's with friendships. That's with relationships with your family. That's with where relationships with your work. That's with the McDonald's drive through employee. That's with your Starbucks order. I mean, that's everywhere you go. All the time. Every human connection. I think. Ask me why I put my coffee five feet away from me so I keep having to lean across the fucking desk to get it. These are the things I do that don't make sense to me. I I had to sit down when I started recording this and I was like, had this thought about how we believe, oh, this is what I was going to say. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So like I said last episode, your girl got laid one time because I didn't meet up again. This so I'm half insulted by it, but whatever. It is what it is. It's a lesson to be learned so far in my life. But 
I was like, you didn't have sex when you ovulated. You used protection. Like, you're not fucking pregnant, but you're 10 days late for your period. So, well, nine days. But I don't even know if I'm nine days because I kept going back to when I got it. And when, you know, you know, as women, we all know, if the guys are listening, I don't know what to tell you, but we think we're pregnant fucking all the time. Like, you won't be having sex for three years and you're like, I missed my period. I must be pregnant. And you're like, no, no, that's not. You're not pregnant. Wake up. You haven't had sex. But like... That's that rolls over from being like a kid or being a teenager and just learn not getting a proper sex education and thinking that you can get pregnant in a fucking hot tub or sitting on a toilet seat. And after you've learned this is how important it is to learn shit early in your life and learn the truth of it and facts that matter early, because even though, you know, like we all logically know the answer that, you know, you can't get pregnant by sitting on a toilet seat. And no, you can't get pregnant in a hot tub. And no, you can't get pregnant from having a blowjob. But you think it as a kid and when you everybody's trying to explain sex to you. And now as a grown-ass adult, you're like, I haven't had sex in 16 months, but I missed my period. I must be pregnant. But it's just like that like instant thought in your head, whether you really think you're pregnant or not. But it's just a, it pops in because it's just like embedded in you. Like, you miss your period, you're pregnant. But, you know you know, if you missed your period, you might be pregnant. Like, did you have sex? Did you? And you're like, I used protection. I wasn't ovulating. Maybe it broke. Did it break? I would have known if it broke. Wouldn't he have told me if it broke? This is our minds. This is a glimpse into our minds. And it ain't just me. So don't fucking tell me it's just me. It's not. Moral of the story is sex education is important. And you should know when you're ovulating. And you should know when, when and when you can't get pregnant. And if you don't know, figure it out, educate yourself, and then teach your kids. I remember when I worked in Alaska the first time I moved there when I was uh, 23, 24, 26. I don't fucking know how old I was. I was 25. Anyways, I worked with a group of teenage girls, and I was teaching them about when they ovulate and when they can get pregnant. And I got spoken to because Alaska is an abstinence-only state. So I was not allowed to teach those girls that. Well, I did already. What's done is done. So there you go. Now they know. Half of them ended up pregnant anyways. But at least they knew that they would end up pregnant because they knew when they were ovulating. Also, when you're ovulating, you're attracted to, like, everything, it's so fucked up. You're like, you're like, I'm not going to make a bad decision when I'm ovulating. I'm not just going to fuck any person right now. I'm just going to go through with it. I'm just going to bear with it. I'm just going to breathe through it. I'm just going to get through this. And you're like, and then after you're like, did I really think I wanted to sleep with the guy that was changing my ties at Jiffy Lube? Like, is that where I was going? <laughs> was I really thinking that I wanted to sleep with the homeless guy on the corner whose sign said, any help? <laughs> oh god you're like oh he doesn't have he looks all right he's not that dirty maybe he's not addicted to drugs anyways you're like that guy's hot he's 66 years old i'm sure he wants uh you can always be sure he wants to sleep with you 100 percent. any guy you're thinking of ever at all yes he does he wants to all right, maybe not, you know, I don't want to make guys sound like animals, but in my experience, a lot of them are. And then some of them aren't. And they're the, they're, they're the ones, I'll tell you where they're, where they're, um, 
where they definitely are animals and perverts is Tinder, because I told you I read that in my last fucking podcast. So that's where that's where you can find the trash bags. Where was I going with this episode? Compromise? Compromise your needs for other people. Oh, yes, and apologizing. Back to reality, Jen. Why do you always have to go somewhere else? Where were you? But I I have an issue. I don't want to say an issue, but growing up, my mother was very, my mother's very like strong-minded. And my dad's always been kind of like, don't want to rock the boat kind of guy. My mother's like, rock the fucking boat. We'll sink this shit. <laughs> so that was always fun. But I, so I grew up, you know, I don't even know. I was dating, I've dated here and there. I've always, obviously, for the majority of my life, I've been single because it's easier. And because I always feel like when I date a guy or I start to talk to a guy, get to know a guy, I always, I energetically and through their behavior and their like, what's the word? Actions, I guess, or their context clues or certain conversations, I'll start to feel like, they want to control me and I don't want to do that. And then it's like, all right, is this my own issue or is it, are these the men I'm attracting or is this men in general or is this some sort of like, this is the fight I have with my own head all the time. When is compromising for others, compromising yourself? That's why that line resonates because obviously you're going to want to compromise in a relationship and you're going to need to compromise. And you're going to need to get to know what the person's wants and likes are and blah, blah, blah. And they have to get to know you. But at some point you have to, at some point you realize you're compromising way more than they are. And you're like doing things you really don't want to do. And then you're like, wait, I'm not happy. And then before you know it, it's been a year and you're with somebody who's, you're not happy with. Pause for a moment there. I had to shut this recording off for a second after I said, after a year and you realize you're not happy. And then I was going on, lost my train of thought, had to pause, went back, fixed it, edited whatever my half-ass editing skills are, and then re-recorded for what I thought was re-recording until I realized that I wasn't recording. So, yeah, that's, this is the life of an independent podcaster who has no idea what she's doing. So, Back to what I was saying about compromising, and I mentioned my parents for reference to show that maybe I don't date or I'm not in a relationship because I date, I try, I guess, or I don't want to commit because I feel like if I commit to something, I will compromise too much of my needs and wants because I've done it in the past. And it's a continual habit. So instead of figuring out how to solve that, I just avoid relationships. It's like an alcoholic just doesn't drink. And I guess you can't say instead of figuring out how to drink socially. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, instead of you can't drink socially if you're an alcoholic. So you just stop drinking altogether. I can't figure out how to be in a relationship without giving up all of my own personal needs and wants. So I just don't be in a relationship at all. But that's not healthy. Giving up alcohol is healthy. What I'm doing maybe isn't healthy. But I've gained more awareness as I get older, right? 
And then is the end all be all of everything is being in a fucking relationship? Then I fight with that too. I'm like, do I need to? Will I be happier? I don't know. You know, you got to find happiness within yourself first. You got to, you got to learn how to compromise within your own self, I guess, before you learn to compromise with someone else. Compromise things that you may not want to do for the long term picture. Like maybe you don't want to do something right now, but if you do it now and continue to do it when you don't want to in the long term, you'll be happier with the outcome. Like if you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to build strength or diet or fucking write or create, the longer you do it, the better you get at it in the time. And maybe not every time you do it, you want to be doing it. So maybe that's what compromising, learning to compromise on my own, being comfortable with discomfort, uncomfort, discomfort. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, Yeah. So I guess the end of the podcast is coming up because I've just got myself discombobulated in the middle of this. And now I'm like, well, I've talked about being sorry. I've talked about compromise and I've talked about dick size. And it's been about a half hour. And maybe you guys are like, all right, it's been real. Thanks. for. Um, I'm going to shut this off now. That's been fun, Jen. Thanks for sharing your opinion. But I want to say that episode 15 if all goes as planned, we'll be with my sister. And my sister reads birth charts. She does all that astrology and relationship astrology. She knows all that shit. She's self-taught. And she will recommend a lot of good resources for you to find information on your birth charts and information about your sign and who you're compatible with and if the person you're why the things happen with in your life and with the person you're with like why certain situations arise and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So if you have any questions astrology related that don't need to be exp- like the thing about astrology is like, I, I could say to you, ask a question, but it's really hard to keep that shit short. So you can DM me a question about your birth chat, your sign, your rising sign, whatever the fuck all those signs are. My sister will explain it on the next episode. But I can't promise you it will be answered because I'm not sure how we can keep it to an hour under or whatever. But we'll try. We'll see. She knows way more than I do. So it'll be a lot of her talking and you're going to love my sister because she's awesome. So DM me at JenniferLynn42 on Instagram if you want. And it's Jennifer Lynn with one N, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-L-Y-N, 42. I'm not 42 years old yet, but my birthday's April 2nd, so that's why I put 42. I'm so unique. I'm so unique and clever. I'm an Aries. It's just how we are. Unique, clever. <laughs> no, the Aries qualities are aggressive, blunt, straightforward, hard headed stubborn and uh yeah that's us my sister will get dive in deeper and it'll be fun so let me know if you have any questions like i said you can dm me on instagram you can email me at did you get offended at gmail.com um if i started any thought during this podcast and did not finish it (laughs) 
Um, it's the way it is, okay? This episode is just what it is. Episode 14 of Don't Get Offended. And I have no idea where I started or where it ended. That rhymed. All right, people. Love to all of you. Thank you for listening. Hope the audio was good for you, Cassandra. Okay, cheerio.